Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. This week, it live in the studio. We have got friend of the podcast. We have got jokes podcast Patreon regular. We've got Mr. Comedian Danny Ward. Hello, everyone. How are you, Danny? Good, thanks. It's not my episode, is it? I'm just introducing. You're just it. doing the intro. <sighs> yeah, you're, you're you're the new regular. Can't be turning over that much new material, Mark, to fill up a <laughs> have spot it, have, every week. Have you <laughs> have you got anything? New, you've been working on lately. What's been happening? Is it? Well, what's, yeah. Was anything you want to? Oh yeah, I did this. I did this uh, great new material night uh, in uh, in Exeter on 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 Tuesday. There was giddy as newborns, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a saying. You, so the whole gig went really well. All your new stuff. Does that ever worry you? As oh yeah, it wasn't an authentic barometer of how good the stuff was. No. But at the same time, if you had a choice. Of whenever you say something new for the first time, if it's played to silence or a massive laugh, you'd rather have a massive laugh. Yeah. And know that it's over the top. Were there differences in the silence. laughs where you thought that bit definitely will work? <laughs> to be honest, there was, I, I peppered it. Obviously, you know, I peppered it with some old pieces as well. Mm. Just, just, uh, just, just to keep your pecker up, really. So you're not always constantly looking at your notes and thinking. So actually, it was, uh, it was an older piece that, that, that got the least uh, <laughs> interest. It? Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll tell you the bit that went um, that went pretty pretty well, and that was regarding my soda stream. Okay, because I'm talking about looking to find uh, savings. Do you remember? Yeah. So my electric towel rail, my electric heated towel rail, yeah. Now just a towel rail. Yeah. Nice. The dishwasher is now just an expensive electric uh, metal cupboard with <laughs> dirty plates in it. Yeah. And then I've, I was looking for a third one. I said, and you know, obviously. It's expensive when you've got a, a four can a day Coke Zero habit like me. So <laughs> I bought a soda stream. Yeah. And I say, uh, when I bought my soda stream, someone said to me, oh, Danny, you like carbonated water, do you? And I said, carbonated water? What do you think this is? Hour one, day one of owning the soda stream. As if there's a liquid in my flat that I haven't made fizzy. <laughs> and before you ask tastes exactly like you'd imagine what and then i say get your heads out of the gutter what obviously i'm talking about piss <laughs> that's that's, I mean, that's what i did that's what i did it's all right isn't it because actually what i was thinking that's of is a milk great, that's a great reverse uh, yeah because obviously yeah because i was thinking of milk 
right, fizzy okay. milk. That's what I think people are thinking. Uh, are they? Well, I don't know, but that's what I would think. So I, I wasn't like, I, I, when you were saying that, I wasn't sure what I was supposed to be thinking. Mm. So that might be an issue at other gigs, the more you try it. But um, but I don't know if that even matters because as soon as you said, keep your mind out of the gutter, and then you said, so I was, uh, yeah. I mean, I wrote that bit on stage. I was going to say spunk at one point, but technically, it's a bit gross. And also, you wouldn't be able enough. to produce enough <laughs> <laughs> to fit into the bottle. I mean, I think it's, it's damp near a litre, I think. I, I, I really like that. But I te- what you should... Because maybe it, you might be able to word the into it to make them think it's something like piss and then you're correcting them and then doubling back on it. Yeah, I mean, I just said that piss on stage out loud knowing that they'd laugh at it even though it might be a bit cheap. I don't think that's cheap. No, maybe it I isn't. It's clever because you're you're saying to them, this isn't, this isn't <laughs> a disgusting piss joke. Yeah. And then you're going. Then obviously, I'm talking yeah. about piss. Oh, that's yeah. funny. That's, yeah. I think that's good. Well, mate, I've had I've had SodaStream written down in me di- in me book for about a year, so you know <laughs> it's good to what to make it tax deductible. To, that, yeah, good point. Oh, that is a good point because I can refer <laughs> back to the tax deductible thing a few times in the show. I was thinking oh, right. about wearing or at some point putting on the um the stab proof vest. Oh yeah, to yeah. make that tax deductible as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we could cover this in future episodes. All these different things that you've purchased i feel like we're going to end up doing an entire episode in the intro so oh yeah good point yeah, yeah. So that's perfect that's 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 really that's really good um i forgot what i forgot we're doing the intro that's <laughs> you thought, yeah just an episode um so well there you go that's i was going to ask you what you've been up to and you covered that danny because yep. you've been doing a pre uh, like a new material gig and yep. i was going to say have you got any jokes that you've been working on and that's all covered in that so that's perfect. It's getting quite slick now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, lovely stuff. Okay, well, this week we've got a cracking guest. We have got Mike Cox, the comedian. You uh-huh. know Mike Cox. I do know Mike Cox, yeah. Any Mike Cox? I'm not going to give any dirt on Mike Cox because he just booked me for his gig. So, uh, <laughs> oh, I see. Unfortunately, no room <laughs> at the end there, Mark. So uh, let's get cracking with the episode. Uh, here is Mike Cox. Great comic. Down, 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 down. Down, 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 down. So, all right. So you've you left the police. I didn't know you'd left the police. I have, yeah, yeah. Left them. Um, what did you do wrong? Uh, do you want? There's a there's a murky backstory. Do you want to know it? I mean, can it go on the podcast? Probably. Yeah, okay. Fine. Yeah. So I'm... basically, uh, they you in the police. You have to. Uh, I'll give you the short version. You have to. Um, <laughs> apply and be allowed to do anything outside of policing okay so obviously i've been doing comedy for a long time and every year i have to apply to say can i keep doing it please do you right yeah and then this year through some various issues that i won't go into because it's quite long uh they decided that they were going to take that away from me said you can't do comedy anymore i think everyone wants to know the issues (laughs) oh basically all right so during the (laughs) pandemic um Working from home was an issue. My wife started working from home. Yeah. We've obviously got two young kids. So she's look, trying to work from home, look after them, while I'm still having to go to work. Right. So um, I bet I was a trainer as well, just so for the listener didn't realise I wasn't like shirking my responsibilities on the front line. I was, right. I was a trainer. Yeah. And uh, I was basically like try, staying at home a bit longer in the morning to try and help the missus, yeah. which they didn't like. Okay. And I explained my situation. They still didn't like it. Oh, so nothing so to do with comedy then? 
No, nothing to do with politics. Oh, it's right. Ha- it's, it happens yeah, yeah, that's boring. Boring. Yeah. Get to the yeah, juicy yeah. bits. Well, that's what I mean. That's what we've done. So, so basically, <laughs> they said, you can't do comedy no more. So I was like, you can't do that because comedy is not the reason why I'm not coming in on time. Yeah. It, uh, and bearing in mind, there's been a pandemic. I've done wow. 13 gigs in nearly two years. So ain't that, is it? Uh, so they basically wouldn't back down. And they said, if you carry on gigging, then you're going to get but done what, for gross what, How can they possibly, like, the fact that you've done it for so long, that makes absence, that makes zero sense. I had this, I know, when, I mean, it's not quite as extreme as yours, but when I was working at the university, my um, my boss just just had an issue with me doing comedy. He couldn't stop me, but he would like, I wouldn't get promotions and things like that. Like he, he just yeah. was really bothered him because he thought it would make me tired at work and all that sort of thing. Yeah. But then, People, like, I'm not saying it's the equivalent, but well, no, I am. People have children and they yeah. were coming tired, but yeah. nothing said about that. So what's the difference? Just because I made a life choice of like doing this as a job as well as instead of having children. What's the difference? Well, I said that in one of the meetings. I was like, so you can't take comedy for away from me. The reason I'm being late is because I've got two kids. If you're going to take anything, take one of them. <laughs> have you, is, that, is that material? Have you used that? I haven't, I've not used it for that. That's really funny. That. I actually said that in the meeting. But that's really funny. That's great. <laughs> that's a really... <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm thinking that I might try to write something about it. Because another thing that's funny about it is that, um, uh, and I've got to be careful because I'm technically still under investigation. Oh, uh, what do you mean? Because, so basically, right, I am currently under investigation for gross misconduct because I failed to comply with a lawful order to not perform comedy anymore, right? Uh, and the case against me is because I did Swindon Buzz Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, if anything's right? going to bring you down, mate, don't let it be Swindon Buzz Bingo. What annoys me, right? And this is, I mean, if anyone from if, who are investigating me are listening to this, I played Hackney Empire. If you're going to have anything on a permanent record, can it be that one, please? <laughs> so, so how did they find out that you'd done it? Well, the the federation who are defending me mm. seem to think that they must have sent an undercover officer to 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 to, to, to watch me. I and mean, swindle. that guy. What a poor guy sitting for a buzz bingo. <laughs> That's probably why I'm getting stuck on. <laughs> if he'd have come to hack the empire, he'd gone let him go. It's obviously a dream. But he's come to swimming and gone, this guy, I'm trying to rescue him. This guy has some sort of mental health issues <laughs> because why would he risk his lovely career in the police to stand in front of five people <laughs> that aren't paying any attention, haven't paid to come in? No. <laughs> That's I, hilarious. I threw, I threw away 15-year pension for that. That's hilarious. But yeah, anyway, I'd resigned because they said you can't do comedy. I was like, well, I'm not going to get anywhere with you lot. I think they were thinking I liked policing more than I liked comedy. Right. So yeah, I um, I just resigned. And so any they, promoters uh, out there, book Mike Cox. He needs it now, big yeah. time. Yeah, I've got two hungry kids just looking at me now. <laughs> and that's the police's fault. Isn't that stupid? Yeah. yeah. I mean, technically it's your fault. You could have given up comedy. I could have, but I wasn't going to. No. I'm a maverick, mate. You are. But and also, <laughs> I mean, I don't like being told what to do, especially when I know so, I'm in the right. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Blimey. So you're sort of, are you, so what are you doing now? Are you just going to go fully in for comedy? So I'm trying to. Because you've got a family, got, it's tough, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I've got a mortgage, two kids and that. So mm. um, I got, I mean, I'm doing all right out of it, but you know, it's, 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 it's difficult, isn't it, to maintain like regular cash. So, 
Yeah, man. When I like the only way I could go full time when I did was I got uh, Sean Walsh uh, invited me to support him for a whole tour. So I just knew I had fifty dates in the diary, and then you could work from that. Yeah. And that that was the only. I don't know if I'd I'd even be full time now if I didn't have it. I don't know. It's it's yeah. tough to to make that jump, and I hadn't got the kids or anything. Yeah. Well, I got a job now. I work um, basically four and a half days a week as well uh, as a trainer for the National Trust. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Just nice, simple training, the same thing every day. It's it's a nice job, and they're they're really supportive as well. Ah, perfect. Like, yeah. So like, if I'm uh, if I've got a gig in the evening, so basically my job is I teach quite a lot on. Um, online Webex and stuff like that. But if there's like a face-to-face thing, like where I have to travel, I'll just say to um, Becca who books it and say like, I've got a gig, can you make sure I get back for it? And she'll just make sure. I actually yeah, moved yeah. an entire meeting session the other day so I could get back for a gig. Oh, amazing. I was complete opposite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, that's great. Um, yeah. So before before in your act, I, you didn't really talk about the police, did you? No. Does that no, mean never. now you might start talking about things that happened? I or could, could this affect your tribunal? Oh, I'm not bothered anyway. The worst thing they can do to me is um, disbar me, so stop me ever going back to work ah, for them, which bothered. I don't care about anyway. Bothered. It's just a principal thing, the reason. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I just want to win because I'm right, Yes. not because I care about And what about would you outcome. get? Could you get compensation for that? Um, or should we not be talking about this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we should, to be fair. Uh, yeah, I don't know, to be fair. No. Okay. Kind of just sort of like compartmentalized it. So have you got stuff bit. that you've had stored that have happened that you thought one day I might be able to talk about this? So, yeah, uh, there is a bit actually that I thought would be funny. Um, and uh, it's the problem is, it's quite a lot of the stories that you remember are always dark. And even though they might be funny mm. to sort of people who have lived it, the general public are just a bit like, I can't get on board with this. Right. So like one of the funniest things that ever happened was it was actually the first time I'd ever dealt with a dead body. Okay. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I guess you don't think about that when people are going into police that you will at some point have to see everything. Yeah. 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 So that what happened was, and I'll I'll try to be a bit loose with the details. How, 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 How far into your tenure was it? Oh, this was like, so you, you do, when I started, you did 15 weeks training and then you went out to a professional development unit where you basically did a f- six weeks like adaptation from um, training to frontline. And yep. it was in there. So I'd literally been uniform frontline officer um, for two weeks. So they don't bring dead bodies into the training centre? No, no, no. You get shown <laughs> pictures of crime scenes and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we went to this house where this, um, this bloke had, died in the bath and he was quite a big chat i try about... not to laugh at anything you say now because it feels sort of good which is probably what happens in this the is game. exactly the point yeah. yeah so um so he was uh yeah a fat guy naked dead in the bath spider-man there's the joke <laughs> yeah, couldn't get out. so uh classic so we had to lift him out the bath mm. it's my first time i've ever seen a dead body and now i have to touch it oh my god naked so we're basically it's me why were you naked well, so I thought I was going to enjoy the moment. <laughs> so basically, I had to lift him out. So it's me, my other mate who just joined, and two uh, undertakers. We're lifting him out of the bath, and I had his arm, undertaker had one arm. My mate had 
the bit in the middle, and he had a strap that went under his butt and uh, had to lift him out. You know, like the yeah. trucking straps, they're like quite mm. hefty. So as we lift him out, we lift him up like that, and the guy's naked penis <laughs> is literally centimetres <laughs> from my mate Pete's face. I just said his name and work out who he was now. And, uh, and like, because he's there and he's going, uh, uh, I start laughing, which makes the other people laugh. And then while we're laughing, obviously it starts shaking. So he's like shaking and he goes, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, And it was just that, I remember that being funny. And then we eventually get him out. And because he's so big, we can't get him down the stairs on the um, platform thing, on the platform, on the gurney thing. So... What we had to do was we had to go downstairs and say to the family, we're just going to move him out. We're going to take him to the van. It could be a very difficult and emotional time. We might have to leave the house. <laughs> so I get the family to leave. And as soon as they're gone, the undertakers let him slide down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was controlled, but it was still like weird. Oh, yeah. that's hilarious. See, I think that's funny. but people It is funny. Like, that oh. is, you put that in uh the naked gun as a scene that would be really funny yeah if i've you, always if, thought if, that would be a funny sitcom if you put thing. it if you put it in something where it it's so clear it's not real yeah like that that sort of comedy that's i've always had this idea that as well like if you put it in a film or something so exactly like that where you have somebody sort of like using the downstairs toilet which is obviously normally behind the stairs and as you let the body down it gets stuck goes through and then the head comes through and then the person sat there and the head sees the head comes through i always thought that'd be funny actually thinking about it i think if it was a, a really dark drama and like a really serious sort of moment and then all that happened it that would be so that'd be hilarious i think i think the trouble is when you know it's a real person yeah in stand-up but have yeah. you ever said it on stage yeah, so when I um, knew I was leaving, I thought, ah, oh, let's just, I, I was emceeing. And I just thought, oh, let's just try that funny story. I, I, I do that quite a lot with an idea. I'll just, I don't tend to write that much. I'll just go like, oh, this is a story. Let's see if there's, if I can find out where the beats are. And like, mm. if there's something funny in it. And this one, like when I told it, I mean, the audience wasn't exactly right. It was, I just thought, oh, well, just tell it and see if, yeah. what happens. And it, yeah, it didn't do very well. And and that's um, because they were mostly young teenagers and stuff and i guess they're all a bit sensitive about that stuff. and you were you were telling it verbatim as in just as in what happened yeah or did you because i can't like do you are you totally sort of you're not completely kind of um handcuffed <laughs> oh it's got <quite> good handcuffed <laughs> yeah. to the truth are you like because yeah. like for example when you were telling a story and i said you said naked and i went why were you naked like would you add little mini jokes like that as you go, and go, I don't know why it, we were yeah. naked. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Would that uh, if they add come to, to me, it? I would do. Um, would that make it, do you think that helps this, this sort of, make the audience sort of chill out about the realism of it, do you think? Yeah, I think that would actually work. It's, it's not something I employ a lot when I write stuff a lot. No, so maybe that it would wouldn't... definitely help some of that stuff. But would it suit you, do you think? Um, depends on how far... A, detached from reality it is if it's just like yeah. a little funny quip you know like, yeah. like and then you go no nah, i'm just joking it. it's that sort yeah, of thing yeah. isn't it yeah but why were they kid nah, just playing his cock was by his mouth like it's that <laughs> yeah. sort of yeah i think that would probably soften it up a bit whereas before like the story I just told that it's very like i'm dealing with a dead person and i think this is funny yeah but also maybe if you did like a full show about your time in the police yeah 
one, they'd, they'd come in more prepared for what you're going to be talking about and buy into it more, I guess. I guess if you're just yeah. doing a 20-minute set at the start yeah. of a night and, yeah. and you open with, you know, you start talking about moving a dead body. Yeah. And also maybe the times at the moment is worse because death is a bit more kind of... Yeah, and you've got to be really mind. careful when you talk about stuff like that. Cause what, I mean, if you just look at recently, those idiot cops that took pictures of themselves at that crime scene with them two oh, yeah. women, they just got imprisoned. So like, if you don't pick and choose the time in which you tell audience members you're a police officer, it can go either way. Like, that's one of the reasons I've never, ever mentioned it, not just because I was actually doing it at the time, yeah. but because people actually don't like us that much. I say us, not me anymore. But then, no, so well, this could be a thing. Maybe you need to ride them up to hate the police. But then you're talking about laughing about some bloke that died in the bath. Maybe that'll make you yeah. hate you even more. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. There's always that risk. That's the trouble, uh, isn't it? Because it's because it depends as an audience. I guess it depends how you go into it. But yeah. if you at all get in your head, well, when you said about his family and you had to get him out of the house, that then makes it real, doesn't it? That, yeah. Oh, actually, that, that their body has a family yeah oh, and but, a little but bit i totally get it because like i'm being disrespectful but yeah but i totally get it because when you're in a job and you have to i get totally what you mean when you're you and all the other policemen in that situation are all in this moment and it's that thing of it's laughing at a funeral isn't it it's that kind yeah. of when you know you're not supposed to yeah but then you sort of yeah. it's like a you band together, don't you? Yeah, and you've got to really, because if you took on board every single emotion and everything yeah. you wanted, you'd never cope. No, but maybe you need to say that at the beginning. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So really get yeah. across why that's funny. It needs more context, because the thing is, uh, nothing about my normal persona suggests that I, I never talk about it. No. I don't sound like that. It's been even said to me before, even when I worked there, like the, the student officers that I used to train would just be like, I can't believe you're, how are you a police officer? Because yeah. I don't look or sound like one. It's, like, a bit, it's a bit left field to suddenly then start talking about it. Yeah, if they, I think they so, have yeah. no idea. But what was the thing, the joke we thought of, or you thought, you said it earlier and I said, is that material? Oh, um, what was that again? Yeah, so basically they said they were going to take comedy off me. And I said, comedy's not to blame. Okay, for yeah, 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 yeah. About and then take the child. Well, if yeah. that's in, if you open it, your set or around the opening, so talk about the fact that you've just gone full time comedy and that happened and there's a joke establishing the situation maybe that's a nice yeah. way to ease them into it when you talk about it later yeah maybe start because that's what i'd quite like to do actually when i think about writing a show i think that's probably something i quite because it's quite interesting in it like people love everybody loves crime stuff police stuff and stuff like that i mean yeah true and crime like, is yeah so big at the moment yeah so i think it, it would planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Well, especially from my angle, like, but to start at the end and go, right, so I'm not a cop anymore and this is why. Yeah. So now I'm free to tell you all about what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great angle, yeah. especially the fact yeah. that doing the show is the reason that you got kicked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'd just like to clarify for you this is I left at my own accord. <laughs> I, I was but not Imagine out. this gets quoted in court. Oh, well, it could do. Wow. Oh, no. Since am I, I going to go I'm, to court? Am I going to be giving evidence against you? I doubt it. They'll just copy it off. Uh, off I, the, I hope uh, I haven't got to go into court and act out the bit with the willy. And... <laughs> <laughs> I had a court joke. What was that? Um, I got kicked out of the old Bailey um, for masturbating, court wanking. <laughs> I really liked it, but he never really hit. But I still there. If, if anything in, comes up, then you know, literally. Um, <laughs> but I thought that's good. Do you think people maybe don't know the old Bailey? Do you know what I mean? Like, is that a common? Cause you can't say court twice. Yeah. So. Uh... Well, it's probably it's the most famous of all. That's the what I think. If, you, That's what, if yeah. you're going to use one, it's got to be that one. Unless I was, I was, I was watching my. Is there another way? Another a he, a hearing that doesn't really. Help. I was in a hearing, got kicked out of a hearing. No, that doesn't work because that doesn't no, have to be in court. It could be anywhere as well. What yeah. could only be in court? I, I was given evidence, and uh, I was given evidence in a criminal case, and uh, got kicked out for masturbating court wanking mm. is that too is, i mean i, I, I wonder mean, if it's because the audience when you say old bailey i'm thinking ah court so when you say court they're not surprised so i wonder whether you'd you say oh, like, that's very interesting if that yeah. if so old bailey straight oh you know what mate that's that's fascinating yeah because because quite often when you change a word it doesn't instantly make you think of the other word yeah that you're trying to stop them thinking of do you know what i mean yeah yeah Whereas that, you're right. People go, oh, oh, a court. And then you go, court wanking. So it's almost the equivalent of saying yeah. the word. Saying the word twice. Wow. That's the first time that's ever come up in this. That's really interesting. Well, I'm not messing about here. Do you know what wow. I mean? You are going full <laughs> whack into this comedy lark, aren't you? You're not yeah. messing about. You're, you're, uh, going, you you're forensically looking at comedy. <laughs> yeah. What about if you were like playing tennis? I mean, that's kind of creepier, isn't it? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> that feels creepier. Yeah. Court Squash. wanking. I was playing tennis. Yeah. I got kicked out of a tennis club for masturbating. Court wanking. That could be it, mate. That slight yeah. change might make the difference. Isn't that weird? I would yeah. never have thought about that. But you say tennis, you don't think of court. No. It's not wow, the first this thing is a good. Cause... This is a good soundbite yeah. for this podcast. That's great. Well, just try to do what I can do when I can do it, Mark. Well, I'm just going to like... Just work it so that I say what you said, and I so yeah, I look, enough. So I look like do... I'm the intelligent one. Okay, do you want to do it again? Yeah, can we? <laughs> <laughs> that was a really great idea, Mark. I can't believe you thought of that. 
Well, what the idea about the they think about court as soon as I say Old Bailey? Yeah, I'd never considered that before. No, well, you know, I've been doing this podcast a long time, mate. You know, you pick yeah. this stuff up. Exactly, that's why you're the best. <laughs> Cut. So, what else have you got down, mate? Uh, so, I've got a few bits. Um, so, the one bit that hasn't been uh, working probably more recently, uh, and again. I feel like I'm pigeoning my hole into pigeonholing myself into a particular type of comedy, but uh, this bit was about my nan passing away, and again straight away it's because like everyone oh, look, puts Steph. yeah everyone yeah everyone puts themselves in your shoes, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the joke is about my nan passing away. Can, I mean, that, but I'm, before hearing it, yeah, can you change it to granddad? Because. I had a joke yeah. about an old lady falling over that yeah. was hit or miss, and I changed it to an old man, and it works every time. Well, po- positive discrimination. Let's see if it works. If I <laughs> yeah. So, all right, then. My granddad. <laughs> oh, it's great. I love this one. <laughs> so, yeah, my granddad passed away, uh, which was all very sad, but it was made a lot easier by the fact that he died of smoking-related illness. Because what happened to him is that he got ill and uh, he had to have his leg removed and he got better and then he got ill again. Grew and then, back. And uh, well, he, had, he had the other one chopped off. Uh, and then after he got ill I again... I feel bad he... even making jokes about it, Jurian. <laughs> I didn't help you then. I just sort of looked at you as a <laughs> So, yeah, so basically, yeah, uh, so lost both legs and eventually passed away. Right. It was still a shock, but not as bad as it would have been if he'd gone just like that. We got used to the idea of him going as he slowly faded away like one of those pictures from Back to the Future. <laughs> That's very, I like that. That's funny. Yeah. So, but I think what's happened is not <laughs> as the further we get away. There's nothing from... wrong with his legs. Big fan of Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So basically, that's what happened. Uh, and people just, I think they just don't know whether or not they should laugh at it. Yeah. I'm gonna I try felt, it with I felt, actually. Yeah. I think granddad's, gr- gr- yeah. I, grand, grand, old, an old lady, an old, things, bad things happening to old ladies isn't as funny as bad things happening to old men. Yeah. I okay. think it'd be interesting to see that. But the Back to the Future line is great because, but again, it's like young people now. It's an old reference. Do that, yeah. Like if you went to Top Secret and they're all early twenties, are they going to get that? Like, yeah. Like I, I, I dated a girl who was twenty-five a few years ago. All right, show off. I know. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> She's actually 24, but I thought I'd uh, have it up a bit. So, um, oh, God. And uh, she'd never seen Back to the Future. Mad, isn't it? Or any of the, the best films. Like, so, yeah, that could yeah. be an issue. That's but, the risk you have, I think. But you are going to get a bigger laugh from the people that do not like Back to the Future because I really enjoyed that reference when you said it. So yeah. I, got, I got quite a lot out of that. But you are talking about someone losing legs, yeah. And it's it's hard. That is, yeah. it's a hard one. Yeah, and it's a tricky one as well because I think sometimes people don't know that you're telling the truth. So yes, and you're so not because it was it wasn't your granddad. No, it wasn't my granddad. It was my nan. <laughs> but she did lose her legs. But she yeah. did. So like that is my story to tell. But you run the risk of people going like, oh, he's just making fun of people with no legs. And I understand why people might think that. Yeah. Well, no, no it doesn't feel like that, does it? I feel. I think it's. I think if they've got a problem with it, it's kind of 
uh, you're acting like it's not a big deal. Do, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's, I don't know. I think it's good. Yeah. So did you try that? You did try yeah, it? Yeah, so I've tried it a couple of times. Uh, and I've tried it from different extremes. So the first time I tried it, it was, I tried it from the view of like, uh, nobody cared when my nan died because we just sort of got like expected it. And then obviously that's worse. People are like, well, yes, you didn't that's, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're judging you instantly. Yeah. So then I sort of softened it up as like, it was terrible when she died, but it was made easier because. Yeah. And what if she, what if, what if she's a, she, like, she, it's what she would have wanted because she loved Back to the Future. Do, do you know what I mean? If you made it more kind of, she'd have enjoyed uh, yeah. this joke. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what? So You've that... just reminded me of something actually that happened in the police that was funny. That oh, did I? Yeah. So basically there was this guy who was known for being a flasher. Right. And um, he died and one of our colleagues had to go to his flat to find him and they found him and he was, uh, he only had a t-shirt on and he was laid on the floor with his legs open and they told us this in the briefing and I just went, oh, just the way he would have wanted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just wipe that down. So I can't believe they, got, they sacked you, mate. Just to clarify again on the podcast, <laughs> I left on my own accord. I wrote my own resignation letter and everything. Brilliant. Do you know, Jeff Innocent is one of the main reasons why I never mentioned being a cop as well. Why is that? Because I, I saw him years and years and years ago at a jongler's and uh, he mentioned the police and the whole crowd went, yeah, yeah. I was like, I can't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so funny how those little things can stay yeah. in your brain there. Mm. Wow. Uh, any others? Uh, so I had um, one ages ago. And I, this is one of those jokes where I tried it in a place uh, that well, doesn't matter what you try, it always seems to work in there. And then you take it to another club and you're like, this don't work. Wow. What's the difference between the place? What place does it work? Uh, so it worked at um, the Arundel Jailhouse. What's that? Have you never done the You must have done that gig before. In Arundel, there's, un, underneath the old courthouse, there's a, uh, a little gig underground in the jail cells. Uh, uh, is this in the Midlands? Or, where's uh, where's no, Arundel? It's in Arundel. Where, it's, yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know where that is. Uh, West Sussex. Oh, I don't think I've between, ever done Between like, Chichester and Worthing. No, I've never done that. Oh, see that one? When uh, when you're new, it's only a small river, so it's not a big payer. Right. Um, but like when you're starting out, it's like one of the first places that I headlined. And uh, if you've had like a really shitty gig, like or a little run, you want to have Arundel at the end of the week because you could just go there and fart in a trumpet, and they'll be like, "Yes, this guy's okay. the best." <laughs> so I tried a bit of new in there, and they were like, "Yeah, this is really funny." And then I did it twice more, and people were just like, "We're not on board with it." And it was um, it was just a joke about the A team. And the idea that, um, again, showing my age with my references, but it's the idea that they are for hire, but they're wanted. So how do you get hold of them in a time of no internet? You don't like, they're meant to be impossible to find because they're wanted, but any old Tom, Dick and Harry can hire them. <laughs> so there's that that's not addressed properly. There's also never been an episode where Hannibal was turned up to give a quote. No. So like, you know, at no point have they ever turned up and gone, and then I do used to do this bit about a breakdown of him rocking up going, so what seems to be the issue? He goes, oh, we've got into some big trouble with some drug dealers. And they go, drug dealers, okay, right. Uh, domestic or Colombian? You go, Colombian, you go, oh, it's going to cost, cost you. 
<laughs> and they're like, they, they never deliver the quote. And then there's never the argument or like, you know, like when you pay someone to do a job and you have to settle the invoice. If you'd hired the A-team, like they never actually killed anyone. So all they did was, it's like hiring somebody to get rid of a wasp's nest. And all they do is come and twat it with a stick and expect payment. <laughs> You've just agitated these drug dealers. You've not solved the problem. They're just annoyed. So like, it'll be, I'm not paying for this. And then I'd say like, and what is this on here? Like, I'm not paying for chicken wire, no more nails and cardboard boxes. What is this? And they go, oh, he built a tank. But I think it's too convoluted. I it think it's too, too old to reference. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the A Team is such a. Even the film, the A Team, that was the remake, is old now. Yeah, yeah, that's the trouble. I did enjoy you talking about it though, because I used to love the A Team. Yeah, when I was a kid, so I got really. These into are the it. type of stupid observations I make. Yeah. Well, so when would you have seen that? Like thought about that? Because that's not even on TV now. No, I don't know. Just you just like the A team back in the day. What's the next bit about Knight Rider? <laughs> uh, this this next bit about is about uh, Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> actually, this next bit actually is a bit about a slightly more modern movie. But again, I, I'm not sure the subject. So that's, matters. we're seeing a lot that you. So I like this. So you you watch things and then as you're watching stuff, you're thinking about logic and yeah angles. Yeah, I like that. Like because I I like material about stuff that i've seen and i haven't made that observation i like yeah. going oh why didn't i think of that that's great do you know what i mean yeah it's like bobby Mayer's bit about x-men that he did years ago about um oh i don't even know that who's the um who's the bald guy what's his name in it what the character the character Xavier. now that's it about if he could move anything with his mind then why doesn't he move his legs? <laughs> it's just great logic. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine what that would look like? <laughs> <laughs> that is a great bit. I love Bobby Bear. <laughs> so, yeah, the next observation I had, again, um, I think it's got, pardon the pun, I think it's got legs, but um, I just need to try and work it out a bit more friendly. Yeah. So the, have you seen the film Sully? Yes, but, with Tom Hanks. Yeah, he lands a plane on the Hudson. Yeah. Oh, I had so a joke I... about that. I wrote yeah. a joke about that. I hope it's not the same one. <laughs> I wrote about a joke about that before the film came out. So I, went, I read the article about yeah. him doing it because if I'm, I think I, the birds might be wrong, but a load of geese or something flew into the engine. Yeah. And then they had to land the plane. And then... The, the report, the headline said for, uh, that um, there were no casualties. I was like, wow, I didn't think geese would survive that. <laughs> which, which I thought was really good. And then when the film came out, I was like, oh, I can recycle this joke now. Did it go down all right? Um, yeah, landed. <laughs> yes! I was hoping you'd do that. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah. That's <laughs> great. My joke uh, was about how uh, the scariest part in that film for me was the bit that happens not when the plane hits the water, but in the credits. If you remember in the credits, they show you the real people. Oh, and, okay. And they all meet in this warehouse and they, they meet up every year. 
And that is the most terrifying thing for me, that, that social anxiety and awkwardness about having to meet up with 100 strangers every year. <laughs> like, the chances are you're not going to like some of them. And to mm. feel that pressure of having to do... Like, that is, that is so off-putting to me that if I was in a crisis situation, I would think twice about saving anything just to avoid having to meet up with people once a year. So, yeah, uh, so funny idea. Yeah, and and I I went on and I tried it a bit more. I'd say, look, for example, if something really bad was to happen in here right now, I've already decided that these six people in this room that I don't ever want to see again. (laughs) And that sometimes would get a laugh. You, you, you. (laughs) But would it be funny if you did it where... You're you're talking about the story, and they go, "Wouldn't that have been awful to be a part of that?" And then the punchline be to have to see those people every year. Do you know what I mean? So you're yeah. you're making them think you're going to say you had to go through that that ordeal of that plane crash, and then do a reveal to ignite the laugh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's definitely something in it, and people. It is funny observation, isn't it? That kind of not wanting to socialize and yeah. If, if I can avoid any sort of awkward social interaction, I will do. Because I did, it is something I I try, I have tried a couple of times and then it didn't work as well. So I sort of like tried to play with it a bit. Um, and I tried it at a new material night probably about three months ago and it didn't go too bad. Right. So um, I just need to work out what the difference is of what I've been saying. Do you record your stuff and then watch back how you say it? I record a lot of it. I don't tend to listen back to it that no. much, which I need to do. I've got about... You know what? It does help because I, I was the same as you. Like I'd always record and then never look back. But since I've been editing videos, I have to watch back stuff. And I do notice things. And when I try new jokes every time, and it's quite nice having that record because if, if it works and it doesn't work, you can then go back and go, how did I actually say it that first time? Yeah. And quite often it's like these slight subtle differences. Yeah. Yeah, and there's um, sometimes you find as well, it's just if you deliver something with, with a little bit more, I don't know, like joy in your voice or, you know, even if you just like, yeah. you, you look like you're joking, then mm. sometimes it goes down a bit better. But I find as well, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I tend to, uh, used to say a lot of things quite angry and quite like straight faced. But then sometimes I, I find the room takes to me a bit more if I just like, it's a bit smiling, go, this is stupid. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah tell you what, there's a joke. I won't do the joke because I can't be bothered, but it's not needed. But it's like, it's a long, it's a bigger bit, but it's a, a bit I used to do when years ago. And then when I was doing the Leicester Square show, I was recording it and I might be put, like, put it out as a special or a something. So I was doing that bit again. And I discovered that there's one bit where I'd, I'd sort of be talking. And then I'd hit the punchline and I'd have to sort of look behind me. And I'd normally do it, I'd say, um, um, I'll just check. That's the that's the line where I turn. Yeah. And I'd say it in the same facial expression as I've been saying the rest of it. And then by accident, I just went, was saying the normal bit and then went totally straight face and went, I'll just check. So just serious. Yeah. Because it's a bit where I'm an idiot, but I don't realise it. Get some big, much bigger laugh every time. I've never known that because I've always put everything into the wording of jokes and like the craft side of yeah. the, the wording to, to to the difference between big laugh and little laugh. But I, like it's the first time I've sort of gone, oh, wow, that's just a slight facial expression change and it's yeah. 
ignited a much bigger laugh. Yeah. I find that weird. Yeah. And even just like playing with the length of silence in between things that you say, mm. like, you know, you can say set up and then punch, but you know, is the joke funny if you go set up, punch, like just, yeah. 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 I mean, with, with mine, I've got some jokes that work really well if I leave a long pause and there are other jokes where it's detrimental to leave a long pause and I actually have to say it much quicker because there's a risk of them spotting where I'm going. Yeah. So it's all about trying to find that. So yeah. it's like, if I think every, if there's a, a joke that you think's good, I think you need to do it loads of times yeah. in different ways to really work out what the best way of doing it is. Yeah. Down, 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 down. Mike Cox! Hashtag Awooga to Mike Coxer. Lovely stuff. Great episode. Any feedback? Let us know at Jokes with Mark across all social media. Um, great stuff. That was a fun chat. I like Mike Cox. Yeah, good guy. Real good guy. Good comedian. And as said, I'll be doing this gig shortly, so... We could give it a plug. Where's his gig? Saturday, the 11th of June. Leon Solent. Leon Solent. There we go. Be there or be square. Also, if you want to listen to the rest of the interview with Mike, you can do so by signing up over at patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark. There's over 100 extra podcasts there and you can sign up for as little as £3 a month. And uh, that's patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark. I have just said that. I forgot I'd said it. I started saying it again, so I thought I'd complete it. Um, this is something I used to do with Joel, Daddy, so I'll do it with you as well. Um, I say anything more from you and you say no. Mm-hmm. And you say anything more from you, Mark, and I say no. That's it. So okay. you ready? So we're doing sort of, um, I mean, we're not coming up with our own new pieces. Well, well we can do it okay. next time. Okay. Go on. Anything more from you, Danny? No. Anything more from you, Mark? You're just a bit harsh. Oh, that, okay. no. it's, it's got to be fun and jovial. Okay. Okay. Anything more from you, Danny? No. <laughs> anything more from you, Mark? Nothing more. For, no, you say nothing more from me. That's what you meant to say. Nothing right. more from me, Mark. Is that anything more from you, Danny? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Mark? Nothing more from me, Danny. Hashtag a wooga, everybody. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.